0: everybody and welcome to an unbelievably cool wild ride with steve-o I really really feel strongly that i've never been more blown away by the coolness of one of our guests like i was with ti tip and man is he impressive with the movies and the music and the comedy and the business and the construction and the cars and the i mean dude building all these housing projects for for um people who need help. I mean the guy is just unbelievably awesome. And uh you know, very candid too. He didn't shy away from anything. He he uh he, he's just awesome. Check it out. People of the universe, I bring to you Tip. Was that near? Yeah. All
1: right. Let's How get, you, get doing? you on the mic.
0: All right. Um so dude, we are parked outside of the world-famous Laugh Factory Comedy Club in West Hollywood, California on the Sunset Strip, and you're getting ready to go on stage and do stand-up comedy.
1: Uh, I'm getting ready to go inside. Um, I I don't know if I'm gonna be on this show or, or, or the nine the nine o'clock show, but I will at some point in time tonight, whenever the time uh, presents itself, I'll be doing stand-up.
0: Good, man. And you've been... um touring doing stand-up for the last year and a half. Is that right?
1: Uh, it'll be two years on January 27th.
0: Dude, it's epic, man.
2: Have yeah. you always been interested in doing comedy or is it just something that mm-hmm. was like, oh, I want to try this?
1: No, nah, no, nah, I, I won't say I've, I've always had uh, admiration and a respect for the craft. Um, I've always been a supporter. Uh, and I've always had comedians around me as friends and you know, just haphazardly. Um, and and it wasn't until uh, one of my comedian partners, his name, K-Dub, uh, it wasn't until he he just threw me on stage out of spite, you
3: know.
0: I and did that to him. Yeah. 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 Like 1,500
3: people. Yeah,
0: so. Yeah, I mean, dude, that, that, that's so uh, near to me because mm. both of us are known for other stuff, and we start doing stand-up, and then it's like, oh, Oh, this, this guy's doing stand-up, huh? Like, ah. Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean, people are very, very uh, protective of the art form. and um, I mean, I, I understand it. I respect it. But at the same time, it's not like they have a monopoly on laughter or
0: something. That's, that's 100% <laughs> true. And <laughs> you know. let, let's be clear, too. it's n- n- Only some people are protective of it. Mm-hmm. I think that it boils down to whether people have... A mentality of abundance, mm. or a mentality of scarcity.
3: Yeah, because I feel like the, the only people that get pissed off are the people that like that's their only job as a comedian. Yeah, but if you have like other like lanes and outlets, people aren't like Wait, hating on you. Even if that's your only job. Yeah, why yeah. would you hate? Yeah, like if you're already
1: kind of like solidified and on your path, doing it your way, yeah. checking off your goals. Uh, it's the people who aren't doing that, like they ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the haters. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's that's like a generic term, but I mean like the how I feel like, okay, so if you have not if you have historically ain't been shit seventeen years consecutively. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you doing the same thing trying just as hard last year as you did this year, as First you hour. do the next year, and you ain't been shit then now or next year and you just looking for a reason yeah of course so this is an easy escape it's an easy way to say this is why it hasn't happened for me of course because people are taking away opportunities yeah well now it's just bro you just ain't good enough
3: you spot it you got it
1: That's yeah like, and i mean i tell yeah. I, I tell them all the time it's a long long list of motherfuckers <laughs> that they would have called even if they didn't call me you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying you got carrot top Pee Wee Herman you got you know it's a lot of people man it's not my fault you know get out there and work
3: harder did you get nervous going up on stage yeah you... I always get nervous going up on stage would well, you get
1: nervous going up on stage when you're doing music no I'm, I'm, I'm abundantly certain that this is going to go f- phenomenally well but comedy you're <laughs> tripping yeah with comedy you know I, you know I can't like you know I, I it's it's more of a direct connection between you and the audience. Yeah. You know, on stage, you got the DJ, you got the music, you got the microphone. People's familiarity yeah. with the music is already going to carry you through the show for the most part.
3: Yeah, and you have hits, that helps. Yeah, hits is yeah. At, <laughs> at, you <have laughs> And you have control. the
1: sickest music of all it's time. Multiple, really. You know, okay. yeah, okay. Thank you. I
0: think it's more than just a direct connection with the audience, it's a. Uh, if you don't deliver the laughs, right? You know, like they'll be excited. This was my experience, you know. And now it's Steve O, they're excited to see me because they know me. It's right. like, oh man, they, and, and everybody's out to have a good time. Mm-hmm. They're rooting for me because they want to have a good time, they yeah. want it to go well. I get on stage, there's that excitement, and then the excitement lasts for at maybe like 30 seconds. Yeah. And now it's my job to deliver, right? And if I'm not providing, entertainment which meets what people are looking for then it can go south real fast and that's why it makes sense to be nervous
1: it's also you know people have already predetermined their expectations of you before you stepped on that stage they have already predetermined that expectation of what they should get from the experience and being in your presence. And the same thing for me. When I step on stage, people are already predetermined what they expect from me. Now that I've kinda like, you know, been consistent with with, with being on stage as a comedian, I kinda have added to those expectations. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people have laughed here and there. There's enough people who've come to my shows and left like, oh man, I, w- I didn't know what to expect, but I, I liked it, uh, simply because it's honest. You know what I'm saying? It's honest. It's not me up here trying to pretend to be something that I'm not. Talking yeah. about things that you see that I obviously go through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, giving inside uh, commentary on things that you've probably read about me. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and finding humor in, in, in some of the pain that I experienced
0: over the course
1: of these years. And, you know, people seem to appreciate it.
0: That's epic. When you're out doing comedy over the last two two years, what kind of venues are you performing in?
1: I've um, done all kinds, man. I prefer comedy clubs, but I've done some theaters. Uh, I did some arenas. Um, doing doing stand-up up arenas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me on the bill, I right, right, the right, headliner, right. but um, I just opened up for Dave Chappelle when he came to wow.
0: Atlanta. This That's Halloween.
1: Sick. Wow. Uh, I've opened up for uh, um, Mike Epps. Uh, I've opened up for Kevin Hart. My um, <laughs> <That a>
0: boy. <laughs> there you go. I did uh,
1: Comic View. They brought Comic View back. Okay. Um, I think uh, Kevin and Mike Epps, uh, uh, executive producers, they brought it back. And I, I did a 15-minute set on, on an episode of Comic View. Um, I'll go up anywhere if they let me up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's
0: excellent, rad. man. So I
1: like the intimate, the small rooms better, though.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that in a comedy club with everybody's busy eating, you got the, the servers taking the orders and, yeah. and, and all that, I just think it's distracting, man. It I, can I, be. I don't mind if it's a small room, but like just the restaurant factor kind of bums me out. Dude. It I, can. I try. It can. To-
3: what do you prefer the most? I mean, do you like acting? Do you like doing music? Do you like comedy? construction I, you like the car business <laughs> <you> Like, because <the, laughs> <I like>, um, <laughs> you're i mean i, I, I takers right I, yeah I, I, you were really good in that i was actually Thank a stand-in on that for real yeah for which character um i forget the 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 blonde guy the i remember we were doing a scene where it was like there we're in downtown l.a and it was like a helicopter scene we had to run down like a, a skyscraper but uh i want to say the guy's name is christian the, Oh. Okay. The one of the main yeah. guys the white dude not paul walker yeah, but, with the hat yeah 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 yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did it for like a week or two, but that, but that was I was like surprised Dayton that Christian. I mean, your acting was really good. Like, how how did thank you know you. that you were like that? You had it because that was a that was a big movie.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, I also produced it. Me and Will Packard. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah. Um, I, how did I know I had it? I um, my first movie was ATL. Um, I I, I get I worked, my first two movies I worked, uh, with some phenomenal directors, uh, my first movie was with Chris Robinson, um, and he he kind of instilled in me kind of how to deliver the straight face, cool dialogue. He called it, um, "Man, I can't recall." It was a it's an old actor, Steve McQueen. He'd yeah, he said, "Hey man, Steve McQueen." Right. be cool okay cool and i didn't know who the hell steve mcqueen was at first so then i went back and started looking at him I'm like okay so he's giving it to you with his eyes and not really doing much else with his face mm-hmm. and saying the words and staying still and so i learned that you know what i'm saying and that's how i kind of did my delivery for atl and my second movie was um American
3: Gangster mm.
0: that movie was bad and Denzel Washington You know what else is badass? Coffee and I've come to learn that drip coffee is lame and Pressed coffee rules. That's right, man. I just learned this recently and now I'm never going back Pressed coffee and not French pressed. I'm talking arrow pressed. This is What's up man? It's like, oh, okay. As I make my my pressed coffee right here, it's so much faster than the whole pot. I mean, dude. And it's just so much better. Like you got all that grit and grime with other kinds of coffee, but not this, dude. Not this. And this thing is the most well-reviewed coffee press in the world. Over 55,000 five-star reviews. It's unbelievable and super affordable, less than 50 bucks. Plus, if you go to aeropress.com/stevo and use the promo code stevo, you get 20% off. Yeah. It's got this satisfying Oh uh, yeah. Give me that little hiss. You hear that? Ah uh-huh, yeah. I love it. Um so, 20% off the most popular, best reviewed presser of coffee in the world. Totally uh, portable. You can bring it everywhere. It's small. It's it's useful. And it makes the best coffee. They have like competitions like world championships of coffee pressing with this company. And I love it. I'm never going back. And you can get 20% off your order if you go to aeropress.com. That's A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S.com slash Stevo. And make sure you use the promo code Stevo as well to get 20% off your order. If you're dripping, you're tripping. If you're not pressing it, you're blowing it. So go to Aeropress.com/stevo for 20% off. Now let's get back to it.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Steve- and, Rid- <laughs> and Ridley Scott directing for sure. Um, I and- mean,
2: what's it like acting next to somebody like Denzel Washington, who's at the top of <laughs> yeah, the top? I mean, you man. know what I mean? Like <laughs>
1: the shit feels. I mean. I I can't even I can't even put it Into words What I will say is For this scene right here Where he and I Were you know uh, Together uh, And it was just He and I in the scene Um, Before we shot this scene I was walking Pacing back and forth Having You know a moment You know what I'm saying Just you know Just going over my lines And and he looked at me He said man You nervous? And I said well Kinda man Just you know Making sure I don't Fuck this up and he said, man, come here. he said, look, they could have had anybody else right here doing this what you doing, right? I said, yeah. He said, but they called you, right? I said, yeah. He said, do you know why they called you? Do you know what you did to make them call you? I said, yeah. He said, all right, nigga, do that then. We ain't got no reason to be here."
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: And, uh, and that, that, that was the, the what he said before we shot this scene.
0: Dude, that's awesome, man. I loved that movie.
1: Yeah. And so so coming off of those two movies, going into Takers, you know, I just took everything <laughs> that I learned from my first two experiences and applied it, you know, and I had so many strong, strong actors and, and, and characters around me from uh, the late, great Paul Walker to Idris Elba to Chris Brown, Hayden Christensen, Michael Ealy. You know, Zoe Saldana. It was a lot of us, um, and all I had to do was show up and contribute. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. It was.
0: Um, so you got the you're producing movies, acting in movies, with the with all the music, and then like still the construction business.
1: Yeah, we just uh, we just actually my 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 first my first commercial development is a, a mixed use affordable housing apartment company yeah in atlanta yeah we just cut the ribbon on on, on that ma'am, congratulations th- yeah my
0: Thank girl you. was in bed last night and 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 uh you know we're both just on our phones and i i, I looked at my girl and i said ma'am we are both so helplessly addicted to our phones it's pathetic and she goes yeah but look at this and she's looking at <laughs> at your affordable housing project and I, thing. I was like oh it. man well, that's so killer
1: yeah, I appreciate it, but you know what I'm saying? It's uh I I kind of weaned myself off of the self like the, yeah. the social media stuff,
3: man. It's it's definitely uh distracting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's terrible, man.
3: Can can you talk about the yeah. the uh the affordable housing complex? Sure. What uh it, it's 140 units. 143, yep. And it's all in Atlanta. Yeah. And you built this with your own construction company, or you bought it and you took it over and came no, 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 back?
1: No no, 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 no. So I acquired the I acquired the land, and I um, I dedicated it to this project that uh, I conceived, or, or we, me and my team, collectively conceived and, and found partners, and that partnership kind of grew. The capital stack grew. Um, it's it's private funds as well as public funds, um, and and you know so many people uh, had to have a hand in in, in bringing that vision to a reality, including yeah. the mayor, and Andre Dickens, uh, <laughs> the former mayor, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, the Vincino Group, uh, myself, and the, the the team of supporters I have around me. It's great,
3: yeah, yeah. That's right. It
1: seems like you have the Midas touch. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> I, I, do, I do some fucking up too. Yeah, you know. Well, you we're only talking about share. the highlight reel here. I've done my share of fucking up too.
2: I mean, you have your hand in so many different pots. At what age did this hustler mentality come about? You know what I mean. Fourth like, grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. And you started <laughs> rapping pretty young too. Yeah. Like, about was it eight second, years old? Third grade. Eight yeah. years old. And what is an eight-year-old rapping about?
1: man to be honest with you growing up without a daddy having to focus on school when you don't want to and you know trying to find ways to to, to be the man of the house when it's just you and your mama mm-hmm. a lot of pressure yeah well you know pressure busts pipes and make diamonds mm. <laughs> there you go see what i'm saying touched. it's crazy
0: what did you say? pressure busts pipes and makes diamonds yeah. either or yeah dude yeah Man, that's epic. The uh, the car business, mm. you, still, you still got that? No. No.
1: No. No, not in the car business. I, I, I'm I still a collector of cars, but I'm not in the car business.
2: How many cars would you say you have? Wow.
1: Um, <laughs> too many, man. Um, probably about 17, 18. Wow. Um,
2: Do you yeah. have a favorite?
1: Uh, probably my hey, Chevelle.
3: Back. Yeah, that's not mine. All of these are very old. All right. All of these are very old. Can you talk about uh, like uh, we had T Pain on the podcast and he okay. said most rappers don't wear their nice jewelry out; they wear the fake stuff out. But then they wait to. I what never. did he say about like when they'll do when they do shows? The fake stuff shines better in the lights. I never, I've never worn a piece of fake jewelry. Really? Nah. Cause we wanted to do a rap song with Steve where he's just laced out and only fake shit. Yeah, I've never, I've
1: <laughs> never, uh, I've never worn fake jewelry. Authenticity is key for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what it was, it just has to be authentic. Even before I could afford jewelry. If you pull up my second album, Trap Music, I, I had like a, a little Bob Marley rope it was just like a little, a little rope with a picture of Bob Marley on it. I couldn't afford jewelry at the time. You see what I'm saying? So rather than wear some fake jewelry, I wore something that was authentic and a true representation of you know the culture that I, that I represent.
0: Right on, man. And so that's your second album.
1: Yeah, that's my second album. Just turned 20 years old this year.
0: <laughs> and now you're, you got your second to last album. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, I'm
1: working on it. Yeah, um, I got two more albums and then I'm out of here. You're calling
2: it quits, We're retiring.
1: Yeah, I'm done. Whoa.
0: Yeah, the the name of the second to last album is Kiss the King. Mm-hmm. It is. And then the last album's called Kill the King.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true.
0: Yeah, dude, so.
3: Uh, and, you, and you have songs already? for this are you still in the studio making songs
1: definitely have songs we're definitely still in the studio making songs pick
3: and choose you're like no no no, i want this one i want that one Um, i do that one for this one i want this to go to number four this is gonna be number five
1: well it doesn't exactly work like that okay so the second to last album has a vibe there's a vibe there um and that vibe is uh how can i say so that vibe is 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 a worldly um sort of uh communication with girls you know communication to girls and women and you know for, for i guess for like a player you know what i'm saying <laughs> r b you know kind of old school soulful right and kill the king is much more dramatic sort of like an action movie okay you feel me i like uh, that yeah
0: so what? What kind of a timeline do you see see these albums coming out on?
1: Um, I might be able to I might be able to produce them both
3: uh, within within the year. Wow! And are you going to hold on to them because you're like, okay, once I do this, I'm done? Or are you like <sighs> eager to put them out?
1: I'm eager to put them out, man. I'm eager. To, I'm ready to. You know, I'm ready to. I, I feel like I've already kind of evolved beyond just music. Yeah. Um, of course but but in order to walk away i have to earn the right okay to walk away that means i have to put an exclamation point on this 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 discography this this body of work that, that i've dedicated my life to uh you don't just like leave it and just walk away and never come
3: back never you know what i mean you are you gonna have tour to, i'm sure yeah i'm sure i will so it sounds like you're pretty well thought out do you have like the next a five-year plan a 10-year plan a legacy plan you as seem far like as kind for of guy, music yeah just your life because you already have that mapped out pretty far in advance sure it seems like you're very calculated yeah are you like sitting there like you know visualizing your yes. life
1: yes but that vision changes yeah. The vision changes as, as my experiences grow. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, like I just put out my first film as a director uh, a couple months ago. Departments. yeah. And so, you know, with uh, the success of this is now kind of prioritize um, writing, producing, and directing films. You know. That's cool. Uh, so I, I, I will be working on, on my next film as a director at the top of the year next year.
3: Is directing as stressful as, like, making an album, you Mm. think? Or is it, like, uh, is it just fun? It's different?
1: It can be as stressful. It depends on who you're collaborating with. Yeah. If you surround yourself with people who take it as seriously as you, then, you know, everybody's just committed to the task at hand. Yeah. Dedicated to getting it done, you know? if you surround yourself with people who, you know, and is not as focused and committed, it could be a little more stressful.
3: Yeah, as a director, you have like inspirations. Do you have like a, a top favorite movie of all time? Mm. Well, I mean, you gotta think about like what type of movie.
0: You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Movies are like food, dude. Yeah. You don't always wanna eat Twinkies. Furthermore, if you were to eat Twinkies all the time, that would be a terrible habit. And I'll tell you, a good way to break a terrible habit is to replace it with a good habit. And that's what fume is all about. What's fume? It's a diffusive device which flavors air. It helps people drop filthy habits which involve like weird chemicals, frankly, drugs, and replace it with simply flavored air. I always have it in my pocket because I love it. And I have a standing offer with all of the listeners of the Wild Ride podcast. If you see me in person, you ask me, do I have my fume in my pocket? And if I don't, I will make a shout out video for you and all your buddies. And honestly, there've been a bunch of people who did ask me if I had my fume in my pocket and I said I do. I show it to them and I say, but let's make a shout out video for your dumb little buddies anyway, because that's the kind of guy I am. Now, what kind of guy are you or girl? Are you going to support the Wild Ride podcast and actually take that step towards quitting your filthy, nasty habit by going to tryfume.com? That's tryfu com. I mean, if you use the promo code Steve, you get 10% off your journey pack. Start that journey. Be a good person supporting the wild ride podcast and be a better version of you by knocking off that filthy habit so one more time go to trifume.com and use the promo code stevo to get 10 percent off your journey pack <laughs> let's get back to it
3: yours is harold and mod <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I ended up watching Harold and Maude too many times
3: to You're be sober. To yeah you anymore. hate too many Twinkies <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I like
3: of. I like Cool Hand Luke I like uh, Shawshank Redemption or Brother Where Art Thou mm-hmm. I think those are my top Oh, Brother Roth, that's a very good one. Shawshank is a very good one. I haven't seen Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, Cool Hand Luke was, it's it's in the 50s and 60s. It's old, Got Paul it, Newman, it. but it's like, uh, I just like the directing. My, my dad was a, a cinematographer, so like, I just, ha- I, I like the cinematography of some things, but. You know what
0: I uh, just watched again was War Dogs with Jonah Hill. That was War Dogs
2: is really good. Good. Yeah, that yeah. Was a
1: good one. And another thing, I think it depends on where you are in your life when you're exposed to these movies. So for me I think uh probably one of my favorites would be Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Boys in the Hood um you know also uh, New uh, Jack City.
0: What was that one uh, uh Menace to Society? That yeah. Menace <laughs> to was Society
3: going... was a very good movie as what well. What was his name uh um, Oh no. Yeah o-dog and kane i did i just saw this like thing pop up on a theory that it was actually the same person it just has two identities oh that's what i just i saw i never i never
1: heard i never heard that but i do know that o-dog was supposed to be played by tupac
3: wow oh really yeah the uh, lorenz tate yeah that is lorenz tate yeah he and then uh, uh, he was good in dead presidents you did you ever he, see the dead presidents? Was. That was a really
0: good That's
1: movie.
3: also a phenomenal Same directors, I believe.
0: Dude, what year was Menace huh. to Society? Because I'm sure I watched that when like I was. Like
1: 93, 94?
0: Yeah, I I'm sure I watched it when I was in that place having the drugs tested on me. Really? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what place did you have drugs tested? It, it,
0: it was a place called Pharmaco LSR. Okay. The, the Pharmaco Life Science Research in Austin, Texas. Mm. And they were testing drugs for pigs and cows on me. What? Uh, it was like a medical study <laughs> for money. And, how uh, much would they pay you? I pay, I made two grand, dude. And how a long? Day?
2: Uh, In a day? No, it, was,
0: it, it, <laughs> took, it took 12 days. 12 so 12 days.
1: days to make two grand?
0: 12 days to make two grand. Plus, I was living on the street. What at the were the time. side effects? Made your heart rate go super fast. The idea was that they were going to, um, that the pigs and cows would have less fat be leaner meat but if they're gonna do this then whenever anybody eats the meat that means a trace of the drug is gonna go into the human body which means they gotta do tests Ooh. they had mm-hmm. to find out how much the human body could handle of that shit <laughs> and so it was like a dangerous medical study and, and I, was with the, I was telling Isaac about it the other day and he looked it up I told Isaac yeah, there was um. There were only six people in the study. It was inpatient of,
1: or outpatient? It was inpatient.
0: We, we so stayed you in stayed there. there. So it's was more fucked up, there. so they wanted you 24-7. <laughs> did anybody,
1: did anybody, any fatalities?
0: No fatalities. One guy left the group because, one guy left the study because, uh, and I remember the dude was just drenched in sweat. Damn. And they wanted our resting heart rate to be over 150 beats a minute. Jesus. And, um, yeah, and, and um yeah, there were only six people in the study because it was so dangerous. And then I was telling Isaac about this the other day in Austin because we were in Austin. I was like, "Man, I was here, dude. I was living on the streets, waiting to get into this this thing." And and uh, I told him all about it. He looked up the drug and he read off the internet. Uh, very little is known about it. The only uh, it was only ever tested on six young healthy <laughs> males, <Damn. laughs> and I'm like, dude, I was absolutely one of those yeah. six. Damn. And while I was in there, we went. It was January 1994.
3: There's probably like a class action lawsuit you can do. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, it's signed waivers. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. It's he's like, T. sure, death, yes, of course,
0: and um. They did. Uh, the Isaac also read that eighty percent of pork that you eat has that shit in it. Damn. So, so it, it worked.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you're still here. <laughs>
0: you know, yeah. people,
1: it's more. It's a lot more high blood pressure, hypertension, and you know, <laughs> heart disease out there from things like pork. But
3: you ever yeah. had to do any crazy thing maybe for money? The, maybe the meat's lean. You yeah, know what I mean, maybe that's why you're so lean. You yeah. eat a lot, but you never, you yeah, stay lean. Know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. And um, it, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I was, uh, I I did a lot of dumb things.
1: Well, I mean, you know, on the list of dumb things, I guess that's not the dumbest you could do. You made two yeah. grand. You know, what I, mean? I made yeah, two, you grand grand two grand, and then
3: he lost it all. <laughs> <Dang.
1: Yeah.
0: laughs> I found out that I had, I have, I have a, a strong heart.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: yeah. upset. So, uh, is it true that before you blew up, became rich and successful, that, that you were selling drugs?
1: Um, yeah, some of my misspent time as a youth. Right. You
0: know I mean? Allegedly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: no, nah, I was doing it. You know, I, you know, I mean, at the time, you know, that was right in the heart of, of the, the the crack epidemic.
2: Now, yeah. I, yeah. I read that you were selling out of your. You dropped out of high school and you started selling out of your mom's house.
1: Uh, I didn't necessarily sell out of my mom's house. I was just living at my mom's house while oh, okay. I was selling. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. There's very, very, very few times, you know, where I'm supposed to be standing outside and I might have came inside. And it might have been in your pocket. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you know, cats would knock on my window and, you know, I'd go outside and, and you know, make my money or what have you.
0: That's kind of what, like, trap music was based on, right? Like that the kind of was, lifestyle.
1: Well, you know what, not necessarily, yes, but um, the trap is where you go to conduct business as, as, a, as a drug dealer. Uh, like there were this set of apartments that, you know, we would just go to, we went there and a group of us, we were like, kind of, what was it, maybe eight of us, eight? eight nine of us that were all around the same age 14 to 16 17 and um that's where we all kind of just went and sold drugs for at least two or three years then we began to spread out you know as we wanted more as we wanted more from our efforts we kind of felt like we had to go different places to kind of you know what i'm saying spread out the opportunity
2: and while you're selling drugs you're still working on music and recording albums or mixtapes well, 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 i was not recording no albums
1: nah. and mixtapes now nah. mixtape wasn't a thing at the time i was recording what we call demos mm-hmm. hey, i yo. was yeah. traveling back and forth to new york uh to brooklyn working with a producer named kevin ryan and we were making demos and then i started um producing myself uh paying for my own studio time in atlanta yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, back then when there was no social media or anything like that, you literally had to go, like, make these CDs and pass them out. Sure. Go state well, by state. Then state city by city. They
1: hadn't even made a way to burn CDs. Like, you know, uh, like, it was more commercial. Like, you know, like burning CDs, recording CDs back then, that was for commercial use. Mm-hmm. For personal use, we didn't have that. We had, um, Cassette, cassette tapes, tapes huh? yeah
3: man yeah. you ever like uh, go to the gas station because in Hollywood there's people all over here like you know hey check out my CD and we'll buy it for five bucks mm-hmm. you ever like think like fuck it like yeah, I'll give this guy a listen you listen you're just like this is the worst fucking shit oh. I've ever heard because we did that one time and it was like we, we we hooked the guy up with money and we're like okay yeah we'll listen to your music and we listen to it, and we're like what the fuck is that? Man,
1: guy? I have heard I have tried to give it a shot and I've never found anything that was, I guess, above par. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um
3: do you get a lot
2: of guys coming up to you
3: all the time? Yeah, that's like people asking you to kick him in the nuts. They ask him to listen to <laughs> music, music. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, I guess. Yeah, similarities. Okay, <laughs> huh? <Yeah>, I got <laughs> I got this tape. Let me airdrop it. Now they can airdrop, and you're like,
1: "Fuck." Yeah,
3: man. <laughs> that's yeah, great. But you know the thing
1: is, man. Um, I used to go and so when my first album dropped, didn't do so well. I got all of like the promotional CDs and all of the the, the promotional items, and I travel—South Carolina, Alabama, North Carolina, Tennessee, Florida—you know—I travel places within a three-four hour radius, and um, I pass out my stuff, and I tell—and when I sold you the CD, um, I would say, "Look, I'ma sell you this CD." I sit here. I smoke one with you. We well, listen, and if you don't like it, I give you your money back. Man, mm. I never had money to give nobody their money back. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good.
0: That's good, man. Are, are you uh, a big a big weed guy?
1: Nah, not really. I smoke so much in my youth, man. I mean, I I, I, I occasionally, uh, you know, I hit a joint. You know, if it's if I see who rolled it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Sure. I can trust the person that's passing it to me. Um I I hit a joint, but I don't just like wake up and, and smoke all day. It ain't You got shit to do now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, I CEO. can't imagine I
0: everything mean, if you smoke all day, every day, like all it your It don't life, really do
1: n- it don't really do nothing for me. You know, it don't really it don't get me high. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like high. Like when I have a drink, if I had three, two, three drinks. I feel the the impact yeah. of my drinking, but I don't I don't really feel I feel the same when I smoke.
3: Do you drink before you go up and do comedy? Yes, because you're nervous, because no. you want to get loose. No, I think probably because I probably because I
1: wanna I wanna I wanna be a lot more loose really? with my thoughts, effortless in my delivery. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <I> feel- <laughs> I've done it sober too. Not to say that you know. One is, I think the timing changes. The timing kind of changes. When I'm drinking, I think I'm a little less thoughtful about, you know, say this, then this, then this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I just kind of let it flow. Uh,
0: That's what I'm talking about. Let it flow, baby. That's what everybody should do this holiday season. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. And I think you know what I'm talking about. It's business, baby. With ShipStation, we let the orders flow, man. The order comes in, and maybe it's because somebody wants the greatest stocking stuff ever. Who doesn't want to pull a bottle of Stevo's Butthole Destroyer out of their Christmas stocking? And what diehard Stevo fan doesn't need a Stevo? Bobblehead. Well, I'll tell you, these products don't ship themselves, baby. Now, we use ShipStation when the order comes in, the label gets printed out, and we slap it on the box, put the goods in the box, and it's out the door. Just as simple as that. And this holiday season, this is the time, man. You don't want to have to worry about how you're getting all your orders shipped. No, you want them shipped easy. It brings together all of your different platforms. You're selling on Etsy, Amazon, eBay, your own website. All works within the one interface. And it, same as all the, the shipping services. So, to try this out, to take advantage of the holiday season, you go to shipstation.com and use the promo code STEVO. That is going to get you a 60 day risk free, hassle free period, to try it out, man, to try out this service and sell, 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 let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, the money, just let it flow, yeah, dude, and again, to try this out, to make ship happen this holiday season, you go to shipstation.com and use the promo code Stevo for your 60-day risk-free trial, yeah, dude, happy holidays, now let's get back to it
1: a lot more like a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot less redundant. A lot lot
3: more comes to the mind.
1: A lot
0: less uh, robotic, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, a lot less programmed. I was listening to uh, Jim Carrey talk about doing stand-up, and he was like, they're they're like, you ever smoke weed before you go up and do stand-up? And Mm -hmm. he was like, I I did it once. And he's like, I went up, I smoked smoked a joint, I went up on stage, and he's like, I fucking (laughs) murdered Mm-hmm. The hardest I've ever murdered in my entire life. Right. I fuck, and, he, and he's like, I got off and he's like, I can't do that because I don't want to be dependent on this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just, I'd have to like smoke, and so he he only does it sober. Well,
1: you know, the first time I went up on stage, I had a drink in my hand, so it probably I probably just developed a dependence right then. It's the first time, the yeah. very first time. Remember, I told you. Uh, so my buddy called me up on stage, coming up on stage, whether he knows it or not. Tip hair. <laughs> that, that's how he did it? Yeah.
0: That's great. And I
1: had a drink in my hand when I went up there and I just kind of, you know, just I guess it then it, it was sort of like a, a like I I felt safe <laughs> with this sure. drink, you know. And, and it went well. And it went well. So I guess out of habit, I just continued to do it.
0: Do you remember uh, a first joke?
1: Mmm. Man, the first time I went up there, I don't know if I had real jokes. Sure. Like, I, I was really just... I was talking about the day and the ironic things that happened with the day. I was like, hey, so... Why is it our fault that women don't know where they want to eat when it's time to go eat? Why is that our fault? Why is that our responsibility? Because me and my wife had just gotten to it. We leaving the house and she didn't know what she wanted to eat. Like, that was really <laughs> something I had just went through. You know what I mean? Uh, and then I saying, why why is it that my wife decides to get ready like five minutes before we have to be somewhere? Oh,
0: man.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell her all day, hey, we have to be ready. We have to be ready. We have to be ready. (laughs) And then five minutes, she's like, okay, I just got to do my hair, put my makeup on, and find my shoes. Like, yo, bro, we could have did this an hour ago. I think those were the types of things that 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 I was talking about.
0: 100%.
1: But there were no punchlines. It was just kind of ironic observation. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like the, we've known for for weeks that we got to be there this
1: time. <laughs> weeks. Weeks.
0: <Yeah. laughs> weeks. You yeah.
1: wake up, you tell them, don't forget, this time we got to right. leave. And then they act like, I mean, it could be three hours before. Now, and another thing, this is how I could tell that my wife has a horrible concept of time. When I have to be somewhere, let's say I have to be somewhere 1 p.m. And I'll get up at 10.30 and I'll get up and I'll start, you know, brushing my teeth and taking a shower and picking out my clothes. And then I get dressed at about 11, 11, 11.30, 11.20. I'm like, OK, about to get ready to go. She said, where you going? Why you leaving so early? It's, I'm like, man, it's about to be 12 o'clock. I got to be there at 1.00. I say, yeah, it's too early to leave. I say, see, that's why you late everywhere, all the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wait, yeah. what are we are supposed to leave, 12.59? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and she's like, no, nah, you going to stop somewhere. Where you stopping? I go, what makes you think I have time to make a stop if I have to be somewhere at 1 o'clock? Yeah. That's how you know yeah. that, that she just has a horrible concept of time.
3: Yeah, I think that's... I mean, am I going to get in trouble if I say all women are like that?
1: Or is <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think you get in trouble, but, you know...
0: I, uh my, my lady's like that. Unless it's a wedding. Yeah. It's a wedding. She takes it so seriously. Yeah, yeah
3: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but wedding is, is something serious.
1: I've heard something about the, 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 the construct of, of time being a a, a, a fictional construct.
0: Yep. I, the, 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 it's uh, quantum mechanics. Qu- yeah. Quantum physics mm-hmm. suggests that time... Does not exist. Mm-hmm, There's no right. such thing as time. There's just all one moment with every infinite possibility mm-hmm. all simultaneously. So occurring.
1: one life is like an entire cycle.
0: I you know like I don't think we, we'll ever understand it. Problem of time. Wow. Yeah,
3: I mean, what were they doing in like the fifteen hundreds before the clock? Where they just I mean. Hey, well, they had sunrise yeah, and sunset. Yeah, it's like exactly. when the when the sun sets forth on the morrow, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you know? Like when yeah. it gets past that tree, I'll be there. Or, uh, well, I I can you
1: know I can kind of tell time if I've been outside like all day or you know I can tell like around I guess afternoon from morning the sun shines a little differently like when the sun like between 8am and 12 noon the sun is like right in your face yeah. you know what I'm saying like you're driving and you have to use the sun visor and then between like 5.30 and sunset it's back in your face again you know what I'm yep. saying so for that I can kind of tell and the director taught me to, to gauge sunset uh there's fingers you get fingers in the tree line so each finger is 30 minutes so okay. if you got three fingers from the sun to the tree line you got an hour and a half you know what, what I've learned some tricks along the way that,
0: that sounds like a, it sounds like you have to be shooting in the same place yeah for that tree line yeah you know the it worst kind
3: be. of yeah the worst kind of sun <sighs> is when uh when you leave a strip club and you're like,
0: Oh shit, it's sunny out there.
3: That's <laughs> for them. You know what, man?
0: I haven't
1: had that happen to me in a long time and I didn't know how much I missed it to just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry.
0: I uh, I wanna hear more about about the movie departments.
1: Yeah, department. So it's a it's a it's a comedy, um, a hood comedy, uh set in 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 a set of apartments in Atlanta. Um and it basically you know it, it, it finds the humor in the lives of these characters that make up this community and all of us have a little section eight in us you know what i'm saying we all come from humble beginnings so we take a little bit of our experiences and kind of place it in there and and uh, just deliver the a story that i don't think any network or any a uh, film studio would have would would have allowed us to do without a lot of adjustments <laughs> and changes. Yeah. So we just told an authentic story in a language that only our people speak.
0: And and this when did this come out?
3: Oh man, I remember October sometime, I okay.
1: think.
0: Okay.
3: Are there any like uh, true stories in here from your own experience that you put I mean, in?
1: I mean, I think that yeah, sprinkled in there is, a, is definitely some true to life experiences in here. You know, um, like I had a mailman in one of, in a set apartments that he, he, he was like the cool mailman. He'd come and buy weed from people. And, oh, really, you know what I'm saying? I had. Uh, uh, every set of apartments have a candy lady. Every set of apartments have a mechanic that don't never fix on no car. <laughs> you know, every set of apartment <laughs> has uh, you know somebody who's smoking, but just as much a part of the community as anybody else. Um, every set of apartments have a, 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 a annoying ass lease officer. Yeah. You Know every set apartment have the young ladies who sit outside and know everybody's business and just kind of get commentary <laughs> all day. I mean, you know, it's a lot of things that you grew up living through that made its way into the apartments.
0: That's great, man. And and so, you're the director of it, yes, and and you own it,
1: yes. So- uh, directed it, wrote it, uh, co produced it with DC Young Fly. Um, financed it and 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 casted it you know what i'm saying there was no casting director. each and every last one of these people were partners of mine the people that i like envisioned for these characters
0: and uh where where do people find this
1: departments 404.com d-a-p-a-r-t-m-e-n-t-s 404.com
0: all right there there it is man um and uh did i did i hear like you're you're getting ready for your next movie yes yeah
1: yeah it's a romantic comedy oh yeah and
0: and is that gonna be um <clears throat> is that gonna be same deal like you you you're gonna finance the whole thing you're gonna direct the whole thing
1: um i might yeah. just finance half of this one is it is that, or with the success it is people are kind of throwing money at me now all right but i want to keep some skin in the game because you know i just feel like that offers a certain level of of
3: authority
0: over
1: yeah.
3: over, over the you know over the creativity of
1: the project it,
3: uh, is the 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 r- romantic comedy already written or are you yes. still got to do all that yes you writing it you're well, I mean, the I, guy. yeah we've written i mean i so you have to convince your wife like, <laughs> hey, okay, so Martin is a romantic comedy. I'm going to have, I mean, you know, so and so be the other person. Well, see,
1: the funny thing about this comedy is, you know, <laughs> everybody is in it, like, eager and excited to have sex, but nobody gets to. You know what I'm ah. saying? There's always an interruption, always something that stops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it, it's about the taboo, the taboo. Uh, the taboo Things that that come with dating and relationships, and uh, it's about the switch. So if you ever double dated with somebody, you and your buddy, and you know you 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 got a girl, and you got ask if they got a friend, so y'all go on a trip, or uh, and y'all and y'all like find out that you like his girl. Better than- <laughs> You see, what I'm yeah. saying? so you have to, and everybody, and they feel the same way, but they don't want to go against the girl code. Y'all don't want to, yeah. you know. Nobody. It's an awkward kind of place sure. to be in, and so you know, the awkward nature of, of those
3: circumstances provides a lot of comedy. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: The uh, so so the the distribution or, or whatever like the the hosting how how is this put together?
1: What do you mean?
0: Like the you know I'm you looking at a paywall. At, uh, you've got to buy now, purchase yes. with catch app. Like, is uh Did you build the yes. the whole thing from scratch? Yes, we did. Wow.
3: Yes, we did.
0: That. Uh, it
3: just seems. It makes sense to like do it yourself nowadays. Like you don't need yeah. anybody.
0: Yeah, I got a uh, something that I just put out that uh, that I made by myself. Okay. Uh, it's a, a multimedia comedy special mm. where I did like all this crazy jackass stuff, but I made a live comedy show out of it. And okay. Then after each, after now, each what is bit, moment
1: by Patreon?
0: That is uh, a. <laughs> the the, how my project is hosted i did my set this is my third comedy special my Mm. second one we did ourselves Mm. and what the way that we put it together it was just a little bit clunky you Mm. know it wasn't like uh what do you mean i mean i don't know like um
3: you mean the way we filmed it or the all the bits that we put together
0: the, the the actual paywall Oh, 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 we could we put it together ourselves. We got a
3: dirty p- porn banker to like okay because like it's it was
0: yeah it's r- so like had, rated had,
3: X and so you can't it was rated X
0: ah uh, that one was was rated R this one's rated X why is it rated X because uh, there's a there's, a, there's <laughs> yeah. a stunt that I would do. you
3: like to see one no
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm sure I don't
0: <laughs>
1: I'm
3: almost certain I would not like to see it. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: there's a there's a stunt I did where my I'm, I'm skydiving, I'm in the airplane, I'm butt naked, and I gotta ejaculate simultaneously as I fall out of the airplane with another man strapped to my back.
1: I don't, I don't, I'm, I, 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 yeah. I'm not even interested in hearing about that, like, why? yeah. what's yeah. With your fixation with nakedness?
0: That's a good question, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know man. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good and naked
1: around like men, like you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's something I never understood. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, a cheetah thong. White men find humor in like you know slapping each other on the nuts, and you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> that doesn't happen around Getting you guys. naked. naked, tea bagging buddies and shit like that. Nah, nah, nah. nah. You, you and your friends don't ever.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there's definitely.
1: I'm sure I they're think. like. In-house shootouts that have started.
3: Yeah, it happens once,
1: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe one time, and it maybe is. eight eight, <laughs> and it happened and the whole house got shot up. And that's funny. We found out that wasn't the way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a good question. It, so, in any case, moment, <laughs> uh, moments a little bit more of a, a sophisticated experience. Got, so it's already
3: built.
1: So
0: like, yeah, it's already built, and 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 people can buy my shit. Yeah, if you with, go to uh, the bottom, pay, PayPal. You You see there's merch
3: attached to it so they can, like, add on to a cart, T-shirts and books. That's dope. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it's just a very, very slick, sophisticated way for people to distribute their own independent projects. Okay, and uh I I'm pretty happy with how it's going. Man,
1: well congratulations, man.
0: Yeah, thank you, dude. I appreciate that a lot, man.
1: Right on. Y'all still doing the jacket man, hold up man. Where'd you do with that hand?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, minute, yeah dude, man. No, my hand's good today. <laughs> we uh see we, we had a, a a jackass movie come out last year. Okay. And that that uh went that went really well, man. It's it's crazy too talking to you. Like, uh, you, you remind me a little bit of my buddy Johnny Knoxville.
1: Johnny Knoxville, I, 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 man, he's a cool cat. He's yeah. a cool cat. I don't think I've, I, I, I've i probably met him in passing, but not really spent a lot of time, right. you know, around him. He's but. great, man. Why? What's
3: the similarity?
0: <laughs> just that there's just, uh, like, just... They're cool. Like, a, they're cool, but there's just something about, like, uh, the, the way you speak a little bit, the way you smile. <laughs> Like uh, like like a, just a little bit reminds me of Johnny Knoxville. I was thinking that while man. we were talking. There you go. Um, but yeah, Richard damn,
1: I didn't know he'd gone gray.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. It, ter- it turned out that he had been uh, dyeing his hair since he was in his twenties. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was during the pandemic that he couldn't get to the. To the hairdresser person That dyed his hair
3: Right I think he looks better gray
1: But I mean You know what I'm saying It brings out a certain um, Je ne sais quoi You know what I'm saying
0: (laughs) He's great man He's great So um, Before we let you go I do want to talk about Your You had a single out Singles out Yeah it's called
1: Vacay Yeah
0: It's called Vacay Yeah You got it You did it with uh, an artist From South Africa Yes
1: her name is uh, Camo
0: Came, yes. okay. And
1: the producer's also from South Africa. His name is Champ.
0: And um this uh this will be a single from Kiss the King. Yes. That's right. And okay, yes. so so the, the videos out on uh YouTube? Yep. Okay. And um okay, did I, when when did this come out?
1: Uh this came uh, December second.
0: All right, man. Did you ever hear about me trying to rap? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: well, I was
1: fortunate enough to dodge that yeah. hit, man.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: No, not a word. <laughs> not an in, not, not in utter.
0: That's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, man. I heard
1: about you in the Wu Tang.
0: Yeah, how about i heard about that. about
1: you in Ray Quint yeah you know, i don't know how you didn't see that coming
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs>
2: yeah. it might have been the ketamine
3: or the weed nah.
0: or
1: <laughs> hey man listen i don't know how you didn't see that coming bro
0: yeah that is uh that is perfectly fair <laughs> i i uh i i, <sighs> I was drunk <laughs> but Damn. uh but yeah man it, it's all good dude so we're so we're telling everybody first and foremost you go to departments404.com. Indeed. To watch this hilarious movie. Yeah. Set in.
1: And if you like it, please tell your friends about it, man. You yeah, know what I mean? If of you course. don't like it, just shut the fuck up. Don't no. say nothing. Yep. Just, I, I, just don't say
0: anything.
3: I'm going to watch that tonight.
0: That's I appreciate exactly it,
3: right? For sure. I appreciate
0: it's it. It's departments. Yeah. And then the new single is called Vake. Yeah. So let's get that everywhere. Music streams and watch the music video on YouTube. Please. And and where do people find out where you're going to be doing comedy?
1: Um, well, Haha ha Mafia uh, at at the Haha ha Mafia uh, on Instagram. Okay. Um, and uh, you know we pretty much post up our dates and stuff that we had going on. And yeah, we just hey, you're continue all to Raleigh. push on through, man. And um,
0: the uh the 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 commercial real estate project with the construction building? Oh,
1: okay, so look, for the commercial real estate project, or uh, the, the mixed-use development, uh, I should say, um, we have about 18,000 square feet of retail space, commercial retail space, that is uh, on the ground <laughs> level. And we need a supermarket and a pharmacy. So anybody out there, well, you know, if, you, if you're looking to come to Atlanta, and bring your supermarket, your pharmacy, I need you to contact me somehow. I don't know how, but somehow, <laughs> yeah, do that. find a way. Come to Entrada on Bankhead and, and tell them I sent you And because we need a supermarket and a pharmacy. It is a food desert and um, and people have to travel too far to to fill their prescriptions.
3: Well, that's great. I'm glad you're doing that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and anything else that we want to shout out?
1: Man, man, I'm about to go ahead and do my sit, man. Thank y'all for taking the time. I appreciate Damn. y'all for being man. accommodating yeah. with the yeah. location, Put too. Me and right. you. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah, we love, we love, love bringing it to the guest. But yeah, yeah. Dude, right. it was an honor, man. Thank love. you.
0: Can we agree that Tip is the coolest guest that we ever had? I mean, if you don't agree or if you do agree, go ahead and leave a comment. You know, tell us who you think is the coolest guest. Or that I'm right. And man, what, what can I say to my beloved, dear street team, the people who stick around to the very end of the Wild Ride podcast. I love you guys. And if I'm honest, I'm, I'm rather overwhelmed. I've been uh, burning the candle at both ends. I can't even say the word candle. I'm burned out, baby. <laughs> I've been really, really going hard. And... Um, I think I'm going to take, take a little bit of time off. I'm going to retreat to Tennessee. You guys want to go to Tennessee? Yeah? Yeah. Yes? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to check out your place, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, the, the bus is out there. We can record podcasts on the bus. Yeah. That's you want awesome. to go to Tennessee, Doug? All right. Let's check it out, dude. I love you guys, everybody. And if you haven't seen the bucket list yet, haul ass to Steve-O.com and check it out. It's fucking awesome. And again, I love you. Thank you. All right.